Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 28 and the first episode of the Impossible Machine Story Arc. With last week's episode, we passed the 5,000 download mark. We have been blown away by everything you listeners have done for us. We rely on you to spread the word and show your love, and you've done just that. Across 43 states and at least 8 countries, you have listened to us kill monsters, laugh, and unravel the mysteries of Numerita. I feel like we are always trying to push in new directions on this show and try new things, and as always, we are open to suggestions. One of my favorite things about the improv nature of what we are doing is that we can morph it and change based on what you guys would like to see. And we are always close by. Reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter, send us an email, or drop us a review with what you would like to see. We're here. We're listening. If you want to find a way to get in touch with us, head on over to adventureinc.podbean.com and you can find a link to get to us. We love that all of you have come along with us on this, and we want you to feel like it's your show too. Anyway, the gang has a new adventure to embark upon, so let's get started. Previously on Adventure Incorporated. I've, uh, I had some people look into what you asked me to look into last time. Okay. The machine? The machine. We sent a, a group uh, back to Kian to check on the machine that you guys found. Uh, these, this group of adventurers went in, they found the machine, they discovered that there is a pathway of some sort of magical conduit leading energy back to a place in Paranith. Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventures facing grave dangers. Keth, the half-orc fighter. My first attack was a five. That's a miss. <laughs> that was with advantage? Uh, yes. I'm sorry, it was a six, because I rolled a two. It's okay, Keth. <laughs> Go, Keth. My second. Limp. Limp I'm not swing. used to swinging Wait, with Dom. Genevera, the dragonborn sorcerer. Genevera puffs. Like... <gasps> right, I knew what you meant. Geppetto, <laughs> the gnome rogue. Like your lip is quivering and your eyes are watering, and then you just barf all over Clyde. Geppetto <laughs> <laughs> wipes his mouth and says, It's good! <laughs> <laughs> Gillick, the dwarf paladin. Gillick waves um, and says, Goodbye, Todd! <laughs> I like that guy. <laughs> Asher, the half-elf druid. Hey, there were there oh, was some mad dark elf uh, shade the other day, so step <laughs> off. Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. You guys, so talk to yeah. You guys talk to everyone you needed to talk to. Basically, be, you guys put out the request to the uh, Adventure Incorporated to look into the machine in Kian. Slammy hammers. 
Yeah. The Slammy Hammers. Ground pounder. The ground pounder. Oh, right. I kind of like Slammy Hammers. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's their generic competitor. Right. <laughs> like the. <laughs> Slammy hammers are the ones that are uh, advertised on television at four o'clock in the morning. Right. Um, yeah, what's the fantasy equivalent of Billy Mays? <laughs> Probably just Evan, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's Evan's full-time job. He drives us around with like a part-time gig. He's like, it's like <laughs> fantasy Uber. <laughs> Evan Mays here with this nice <laughs> snake oil. <laughs> Literal snake oil. Um, so once you put out the, the contract to Adventure Incorporated, they sent a group out to, to investigate, and uh, they found that the machine leads back to uh, an area in Paranith, far to the north. Um, they've arranged for you to head out there and meet with a member of the adventuring party that f- discovered it to sort of brief you on what's going on up in that area. Okay. Yay. <clears throat> um, yeah, and you guys talk to everyone you need to talk to, so unless you have any, like, Can last... we just wander around the compound? You just, no, for a little just... bit? <laughs> <laughs> Evan isn't yeah, there. Yeah, Gebetto right? <laughs> has a couple of bones to pick around the complex. Like what? Oh, he just, like, he buried some bones. <laughs> He's just got to go pick them up. I, I have I have bones in my inventory if you need some. I, well, I was, I mean, maybe we could, um. I wonder if I Evan has just, any bones. We could take his bones. We could go the long way to Evan. Well, if what? you remember correctly. <laughs> it was the long way. Are we going to well, role play longer? Like a, a new day, to... <laughs> right? Everyone was on missions, but now maybe... Some of them are back. Okay. Um, Roll a dice, Anthony, and then tell her he isn't there. Okay, so everybody uh, heads toward the um, toward the stables, and you guys are sort of there for like a good 40 minutes before Genevera shows up, looking dejected and sad. <laughs> oh, um, despite her, her searching, she before, found not what she was looking for. <laughs> before we leave, I want to do two things. One, grab some books on warlocky stuff. Wrap okay. And two, leave yeah. a little thing of flowers outside of um, Redbridge's door. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, so you head into the library. You do find uh, some books on, like, sort of the nature of warlock magic. Awesome. Does he also find a book about grand romantic gestures? <laughs> no, he didn't need <laughs> that one. <laughs> How they don't work. Turns he out, didn't. same book. Grand romantic gestures for warlocks. <laughs> <laughs> Volume one. I, I like the implication that that there is a series of books of like simple everyday things that warlocks can't handle. <laughs> they're too they're too edgy to understand normal people. Baking for warlocks. <laughs> Bathing for warlocks. Volume two. All right, so you guys head to the stables, uh, and you notice that there's actually like three carts in at the stables. Um, you guys know you came back with Evan yesterday, so you know he's there. And he comes out and he says, Ah, oh, the many pennies off on another bristling adventure, no doubt. <clears throat> Absolutely. Well, sadly, you'll be doing it without me, as what? I have been assigned another no. task. No. no! no, There's not even anyone else here at the compound for you to do anything for. Why are you going Gilly, other just, places? 
I am taking Merifa, Master Merifa, oh. off toward uh, somewhere west in Carapath. Freaking lucky. Uh, has we'll go with eyes. you, and then you can take us where we need Yeah. <laughs> yeah! I appreciate it, but I've, uh, according to the uh, task sheet, you will be in able hands with my fine compatriot. Uh-oh. I get nervous. Okay. I get excited. <laughs> I want it. I get curious. <laughs> I got a rock. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> it's funny because I'm a dwarf. <laughs> um, he says, yes, just head all the way down to the end. You'll see the carriage that will be taking you on your next adventure in which I wish you wish you the very best of luck. Thank you, Evan. Thanks, Evan. All right. Good luck yeah. to you two. Um, you. He goes back to, to dealing with the horses, and you guys move down uh, <clears throat> toward... I, w- I wave to Posey and Violet very sadly. Yeah, I was going to say, we at least get Posey and Violet on this, right? No, no, they're they're Evan's horses. Yeah, those are Evan's horses. I wave sadly oh, no. as I walk by. Okay. I was told we would get the finest carriage every time. That was, I, were we? No one uh, told you that. That was not uh, told to Genevera, us. Genevera kind of nudges Gibetto in like a, it's Marifa kind of face. What's that Gibetto face? Gibetto stops that talking face? immediately. Can you tell me what that face looks like? <laughs> like Marifa's way more important than any of us, you obviously. Hit, it's not really describing your face. Well, yeah, that's start at the eyebrows. <laughs> so you guys uh, head down to the end of the Wait, stables. What? Time out. Yes. <laughs> Do dragonborn have eyebrows? Ooh. The eye scales. Eye scales. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they have like a Above scaly. Eye no, I mean scale yeah, brows. Yeah. Like, scale brows. I mean, they're definitely I'm sure they have, like, eyes a brow are inset, ridge. so there's a brow line. So like whether sure. it's not hair necessarily. Oh, but oh so they have a unibrow. Got it. Unis no. Uniscale brown. Uniscale. I mean, they kind of—they probably kind of look like a lizard. Oh, that's what they look like. I mean, <laughs> wow. <laughs> racist. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't. All reptiles Yo, look the same to me. Hey, I can't. hey, they were th- there was oh, some there. mad dark elf uh, shade the other day. So <laughs> step off. That's true. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, oh. I, I made. I had to make a cut at casual racism the other day. <laughs> like I didn't cut any casual racism. There was just a line where someone said, "Hey, can we cool the casual racism?" Was it me? Was it me who said that? <laughs> yes. Damn it! Somebody's microwave is going off. Or Fantasy their phone. microwave. Okay. All right. So you Call got? Out. Are we good? Ooh, are you that. good? I'm good. Gibetto? Yeah. I still, okay. I still wave sadly at posing by it. Yeah. You guys head down to the end of the stable and you see sort of a large enclosed um, person. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, he's enclosed. Help him. <laughs> Roll initiative. What's that? <laughs> you see a large enclosed. Oh, shit. I crit failed my initiative. <laughs> oh, damn it. Um, we are you on see, task oh, today. <laughs> super, super on task. Uh, you see a large enclosed carriage. Um, in front of it, there are two like jet black horses, sort of tied to this this carriage. You see a tall, slender man in like a dark 
but very like form fitting coat. Um, and he uh, he's got like a sort of a gaunt face and sort of pale skin. He's he's a little sunken in eyes. He says, "Good evening, many pennies." I frown. Yeah. Um, Good evening. Genevera huffs. Like. <sighs> right, I knew what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> Gebetto waits for his turn. <laughs> it's, it's your turn. Oh. Um, is there another carriage? Uh, there is, but it does not appear manned. Oh, shit. Hi. Please. Join me. Gillick likes the cut of this guy's chip. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he says, I am Todd Ebenskull. Please join me in my carriage. Todd. Um, he opens the door and it's got sort of like it's lined in sort of a dark maroon, like crushed velvet almost. Um, it's like a fantasy horse. Uh, not, not more like just not like a yet. carriage, like a like a gothic carriage. I see. I'm envisioning um, this guy exactly like the guy from Despicable Me, but even more gaunt and less emotional. I've not seen that movie. Well, uh, he's, I'm old. That's okay. <laughs> also, the guy from I'm Despicable old. Me is short and fat. And short and fat, right? No, but he's I'm like not. confused. Okay. Yep. Well, confused. <laughs> Moving yeah, on. Not gaunt and tall. <laughs> not a min. Well, I'm just. A- I'm just excited about this carriage. Yeah. I'm thinking about uh, it would make yeah. a nice suit. Kath, you love material. your velvet, huh? <laughs> mm. uh, what do the horses look like? They are black, both black. like, they're, yeah, they're they're jet black, but they are also like, they seem bigger and like, I don't know, sturdier and meaner than uh, mm-hmm. Posey and Violet. You do get kind of a spooky vibe off of all of this. But, I am so spooked. But he does work for Adventure Inc. Like that's it. He, it's not like a weird thing. He's been told well, to take you guys to Paranith. All right. I mean, there's plenty of weird things going on with Adventure Inc. It doesn't sure. Mean- yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Gebetto dejectedly out. climbs into the carriage with like a cursory wave. Uh, as you get into the carriage, you see that there's enough like seating for you guys inside the carriage, but it is cut off from the front of the cart so you won't have like a lot of interaction with the driver Um, as you guys are as you guys are getting inside he says please feel free to call me mr eben skull and then he uh can todd and then i want to call him spooky todd todd Spooky Todd. Just as a point of advice, don't ever call anybody by a nickname you don't want them to hear. You will accidentally do it someday. <laughs> he he shuts the door and sort of like you hear it like click locked um, from the outside. Uh, and then he like jumps up onto the carriage and off you guys go. Um, Paraneth is a long ride. It's about two weeks. <clears throat> I, What's I the nudge... culture in Paraneth like? Oh. What's what? The culture there. Are we going to the new Merida version of like Transylvania right now? No, no. Uh, Paraneth is more like uh, I don't know. It, it's it's a much it's a very hardy place. Like a lot of like solid folk who work the land as best they can, but it's really not a lot that it gives them. It's cold and rocky there. Um, Iron carbs. Sure. <laughs> I, I guess. I mean. <laughs> 
according to this description, your description is pretty... It sounds spooky. Only the most stubborn and hardy planted animals make their homes there. That is true. So I imagine, like, you like dense shrubs and shit. Yeah. I mean, sure. It's like... Low-hanging branches. Yeah. Look, if you want it to be spooky, it's spooky enough. Like, you, you'll you get spooked. That's fine. Cool. Perpetual I mean, twilight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are heading... <laughs> you guys are heading to the north... Like, one of the, the northeastmost point of... Um, oh, the spookiest point. <laughs> of Baroneth, b- between the forest. Ah, oh, this episode is going to get released in Halloween too. Is awesome! It? Oh yes, <laughs> or close to it. Well, six weeks. Oh, so now. make it spookier. Oh, actually, you're yeah. right. Yeah, it'll be pretty close. So spooky. Spooky. Ooh. Everything's going to be so spooky. It's not that spooky, guys. Uh, <laughs> okay. Quick, add some pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys are heading to the... It's actually what Gebetto says. Is, it's not that spooky, you guys, as like a ghost floats by. <laughs> uh, the, to, the northeast section is be, like between the forest and the uh, mountain range. range. The haunted right. mountain. Um, you're going to like a pretty small village. Um, nothing like, you know, it's very small uh, working village. There's not a lot there. There is a tavern. That's where you're supposed to meet would, this Would contact. you say it's a ghost town? I would not. It's not. This isn't a spooky storyline, guys. This is, it didn't happen. Stop! Stop trying to make a Halloween a thing. It's not a thing. Um, so you guys have an opportunity now. If there's some things that you wanted to talk about amongst each other, where it was just the five of you, if there were things you wanted to discuss, you have an opportunity to. I nudge Gibetto and I go, Do you think Spooky Todd is going to kill us in our sleep? That's why I've been staying awake the whole time. I can't handle this. I'm just too afraid. It's so spooky. <laughs> Dude, for real, like, time out. It, I know you said it's not spooky, but, like, we have two gigantic jet black horses. Well, it's okay, Todd, let me rephrase that. A goddamn undertaker driving us around in a hearse. Right. Like Even the, Skull is spooky. Like this, uh, this bit is all spooky. Does I'm he have cool a top hat? <clears throat> yeah, sure. obviously. yeah, he obviously. definitely has a top definitely hat. Definitely has a top hat. Awesome. don't try to steal it. So, like, like this is a spooky thing. I'm just saying you, it doesn't spread beyond that. Like the rest Yet. of the stuff. Not, okay, fine. But like, Paraneth is not like the land of murder and ghosts. You don't it's know. Just like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I do know, uh, to be fair. If anyone knows, I know. (laughs) I'm just saying, the spooky vibe is happening here, but the spooky vibe is not happening outside of the cart. The spooky vibe is happening here. (laughs) Okay, cool. I don't know. So anyway. Um, Sabeto and Gillick. uh, Yes. Can you guys... Talk about what uh, Marefa kept you behind for. Um, well, that was me, not Gillick, but oh, I'm sorry. But also, yeah. no. No, you guys. Well, why not? It wasn't a big deal. <laughs> That's such a lie. You don't. Yeah, don't know. If it wasn't a big uh, deal, she, we would have been included. Jennifer so goes back to, to doodling sure in her like, journal. Yeah, I, she just wanted to make sure that everything was okay. Yeah, I'm sure. Look, you guys can keep <laughs> secrets from us. That's fine. But if it dangers the group, you gotta let us know. 
Yeah. No, I think yeah. the only people who are in danger of it are just me and me and Lady J. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like how right now, I think the only people who are in danger from this creepy old tentacle monster are me and Gillick. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm reading these books. They're really interesting. Sticks <laughs> his nose right back into him while he's hanging out. So while you travel, the, what you are pulling from these books is that it seems that much like a cleric or a paladin might draw power from the divine, mm. who sort of, who sort of, uh, the divine, the the people of new, of the world worship the gods that grant them power that they can then channel back down into people. Mm-hmm. That's how these patrons seem to work as well. They they feed off of the sort of the worship that they can then turn around and grant power to these warlocks. It's sort of a symbiotic relationship. The difference is that a lot of these uh, creatures or whatever Mm -hmm. uh, have a lot of innate power that they are granting as well. Not that the gods don't have innate power, but more of the gods power, like a God with no worshipers has a lot less power than maybe one of these creatures on their own would have. Um, Gillick is very fascinated by this. Uh, just out of game question, you could probably edit this out. Is is Warlocks like always a bargain, or is it like worship, or just like a mix of whatever you want it to be? Um, so they have a, a Fey pact. They have uh, like an old god pact, and like a demon pact. That I know, but like I didn't, I didn't yeah. know if the flavor was that they were worshiping them, or they were like they made a deal with the devil, and now the devil gives them power in exchange for something. So yeah, the the warlock part of things, I think it's up to interpretation a little bit. Maybe okay. Josh, you have more. So um, I'm I'm going over it again now. But one of the things I remember reading was that the demon itself, like their patron, might not even necessarily know that they've made a deal with them. Like huh. that was something that I thought was really kind of cool. Like yeah. you know, they found a way to kind of almost steal some of their power. Okay, That's- So uh, I guess my point my point is not that. It's symbiotic in in a way, but yeah, like there are cults, right? Like the there are cults to these entities that are they're siphoning power from them, and then they can in turn give it back to got it warlocks, or it can be stolen by warlocks or whatever. You know, like <clears throat> warlocks are tapping into this source of energy that these creatures are gaining by the cults that they have that are worshiping them. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Sorry for the the sidetrack. No, it's a good clarification, uh, especially that's sort of like a, we will say that these are things that you learned, Gillick, in these books, because right. these are sort of cosmological underpinnings that are important to how warlocks work in this world. Yeah, and ever since, and, you know, being Viltrop. And clerics and priests also, uh, yeah. clerics and paladins also, so you, you do gain new insight from it. Very cool. As you guys are heading north... Um, as you're heading through Bradmont, you guys are like just south of the Starlight River as it crosses over into Paranith. Uh, Keth, go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw. You said we're near Bradmont? Yep. Alright, I'm kind of keeping my head down. but um, I got an 11. Okay. Uh, yeah, you you pass out. Uh, and, and Clug sort of pops up in. And he says, stop the cart! Stop the cart! What? Uh, what? I, I, I had a feeling. Uh, I could feel... I could see through Keth. Uh, he, like, pounds on the door. He's like, stop the cart! Stop the cart! Keth, you sound really weird. Oh, right, plug. Uh, what's going on? What's your feeling? He says, we're near a mendicant. 
and the cart stops and uh you hear like even skull like hop down and move around does it and, uh, does it stop door. in a creepy way as soon as he says mendicant sure <laughs> wow that sound effect is great uh <laughs> working on my, i've been working on my foley great <laughs> i've been working on googling what a mendicant is. i don't know what, yeah what is a mendicant yeah, me too what's a mendicant so a beggar well and maybe maybe if you read the world guide um you know what a mendicant is um so uh, whatever. <laughs> oh, with the ship and everything. <laughs> right? I came from the desert. I don't know fucking shit. So uh, the, that was a big fuck you sip. <laughs> the door, the door clicks open, and um, Evan Skull lets you guys out, and and Clug just says like, "Thanks, Todd," and like walks out of the thing, which clearly, uh, you know. Todd doesn't really know what's going on. He looks very sour about that. Not that he doesn't always look sour so far from when you've spoken with him, but more sour. Yeah. He looks a little perturbed that he was just like, thanks Todd. So he's not like Um, yogurt anymore. Now he's like sour milk. Sour cream. Sour cream. Whoa. Sure. So, um, Clug gets down and he he motions to the rest of you for the rest of you to come with him. You guys are sort of just outside the bridge and, and sitting next to it. You do see, uh, I'm, like a figure in a brown ratty looking robe that covers pretty much every bit of him. He's sitting next to a large sack um, and he has a, a white expressionless mask on. So it looks basically just like a solid piece of like white, um, like stone maybe um, with just slits for eyes and a mouth, but no expression on them. This is a person? It seemingly. Um, I and know what a mendicant is now. What Me is it? too. Because I'm reading the world. Guide. Me too. Hey, <laughs> I, I go to Clug. Hey, can you? And I stare. Like I break the fourth wall. I look at this camera. <laughs> I say, like, "Can you explain what a mendicant is for us?" <laughs> Clug says, <clears throat> "Yeah, these guys. There are many of them. Oh, I'm not yeah. really sure what what their deal is. I know that they travel around and they always have good stuff." A lot of the magic items that I get back at the uh, compound, I get from these guys. Let me show you how to interact with them. Where does uh, where does Kef keep his money? <laughs> I don't know. You tell us, and we'll take it. Uh, better. Where does Jenna- Kef keep his money? Jennifer, I'm watching him. It's in Jenna- a it's in a pouch on his left hip. Jennifer <laughs> just hands Clug her money. Okay. Well, <clears throat> everybody, give me fifty gold. What? All right. No. Why? You have all of my money. So. Well, okay. They need he a takes, donation. He's paying for all of us. He takes 50 gold out of your pouch, Genevera, and hands it back. And he says, Ser- seriously, guys, it'll look good. Trust me. Just hand me the money. Wow. <sighs> he reaches into Keth's pouch, and he pulls out 50 gold from there, too. I also give him 50 gold reluctantly. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so he takes the money, and he, he sort of walks over to the mendicant. And the mendicant has sort of like a small bowl at his feet. And Clugketh uh, just dumps the money into the bowl. Um, and the mendicant nods and says, thank you. And Clug says, we would love to have an opportunity to look at your wares. My traveling companions have also offered this sum to you. We feel uh, it would be adequate to to have a look at what you've what you have. Um, 
the mendicant sort of like rattles the bowl a little bit and nods, turns back to his bag and and sort of like starts to empty it out. These rolls of like cloth and fabric start to like fall out of the bag and he just unrolls the fabric and you see all kinds of things, potions, scrolls, um, pieces of armor, strange uh, objects that you you don't know what they are. All kinds of interesting things on these three rolls as he rolls them out in front of you. Um, he says, please point to a thing. Ask and I shall tell you. <clears throat> what do we see? So like, do I? I, I will. I'm sending you a thing. Yeah, a yeah. thing. Do points at everything. I want that and that and that and that. Uh, <laughs> you can't see the mendicant's expressions, but you're pretty sure it's scowling. <laughs> Yay, free stuff thing. Yay, stuff thing. So I've sent it in the Skype. Check it out. Oh, wow. Tome of Check it out. Fucking A. You can cast as many spells as you need. The descriptions you're going to have to click on to to see the whole thing up up top because they're yeah yeah there's a lot of them yeah there's a lot of a lot of text but i'll try to describe things if you if there's something you're interested in i'll try to describe things visually describe what it does and then you can purchase it this is this is the the like before when we were purchasing magic items yeah. so oh look enchanted full plate armor hmm um, whoa there's the- armor jibeto rips 2,000 gold out of his pouch and throws it on the ground right away. Uh, into the bowl, rather. Uh, I'll take that! And he points at the fragment of the Faithian idol. <clears throat> the mendicant says, Interesting. This is a very special artifact. <laughs> we do not know much about the Faithian idol, except that it predates any recorded history of time. The rest of the pieces of the idol have been lost for a long, long, long time. Although from time to time they appear in collections, and not unlike this one. Here. And he takes the the gold that you've plunked down and he sort of pushes it back into his sack. You hear it chink against other gold in the sack, so clearly this is not the first interaction he's had like this. Um, how much gold do we have each? Uh, d- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's whatever your gold total was before, plus, uh, what was it? Uh, two, three thousand roughly? Yes. Three thousand sixty. Three thousand sixty. So we had fourteen ninety. You might have. I had fourteen thirty. Okay. Man, I'm looking at that orb of recall. That would have been amazing if we had that heist. Holy shit. Sorry, uh, and then what did you say? Three... 3,060. Okay, yeah. I didn't really Although, remember, you've given up 50 right. to... Uh, okay, so 3, I, had, I think I had like... A, I, had, I have 3,700, because I think I had a little bit more from the last thingy that we spent money on. Because you didn't give any money to... Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Correct. There's a 4400. Okay. Um, I, oh, no. I don't know what the fuck I want. Uh, I will totally just dump the 3,000 cash for the plus one full plate. Yeah. I I um, <coughs> go over to I go over to Gillick and I like look at him 
And I say, do you need help with that? And I feel like, because I feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Gillick pats um, uh, Asher on the back, says, no, no, friend. No worries. Your companionship is all I need. (laughs) Asher goes, (laughs) (laughs) The mendicant says, This was once worn by a great peacekeeper who waged battle against a demon army. Gillick's eyes just light up and kind of drools a little bit. (laughs) He fell close to a quarter century ago. And now this armor passes to you. The Lady Caliesto is watching, perhaps. Ah, indeed. Ah, Gillick is speechless Bows by the way, heavily. Uh, oh yes. Sorry. By the way, during this process, Clug has passed back out, and Keth, you are like <laughs> functioning. Ugh. Hey, Keth, welcome back. Hey. 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 Where's my Where's my money pouch? <laughs> oh, oh you still mean... on your left hip. Oh, all right. Guys, it's just that, that was weird. Yeah. Okay. It is fifty gold lighter. Right. <laughs> all right. That's that's fine. I have a question. Um, yes. Um, the Tome of the Inner Circle. <clears throat> Yes. So you can add one wizard spell to your known spells, but does that is that just once? You can just use it once. Correct. So, but I mean, that's no, no, no. I'm, I'm no. You add that spell permanently to your known spells. Gotcha. Okay, that's what. Okay, that's what I want, bitches. Okay. <laughs> um, but is there a difference between wizard spells and other yes. spells? Yes, there's specifically a wizard spell list. Okay. Is it in the handbook? It sure is. Um, The mendicant says, The inner circle was once one of the primary ways that people of this world learned magic. The inner circle now is no more. But their teachings live on occasionally. Um, I point to the cloak on the table. The... um, Cloak protection. <clears throat> no frills here. <laughs> uh, yes, that cloak will bring a great sense of peace to you. I nod respectfully. The elves who made it are expert craftsmen. It is said that they can imbue cloaks with this power without any magic at all. Simply the mundane thread they use. I... Not so sure that is true. The elves like to make up lots of stories to bolster their reputation. No offense. I nod respectfully still. Even though he was just a dick. <laughs> He's Even though there was some, some serious uh, racism again. Casual elf racism. <laughs> just always. Um, uh, the only other... I look at the group... And, well, I guess I don't know what it is. I point at the elixir, too. Ah, yes. The elixir of life. This is a very rare alchemical substance. Hmm. A potion such as this can return the spirit of the dead to a body, if it has happened very recently. Um, I look back at the group. This might be something that we as a group might want to pitch in on as sort of an oh shit one of us died because we don't have a whole lot of ways if if one of us were to perish in battle 
we don't really have any way to bring any of us back. Is this something we should split on? I mean, 5,000 is a lot, though. Yeah, I think it's too steep for now. Um, yeah, fair. I just... Maybe on the way back, if something great happens in, in town, maybe we can splash some cash like that, but I don't know. Okay. What do you guys think? Yeah, I say we wait until we're a little bit more flush. Okay. Am I being foolhardy? No, I'm. I, I think I'm gonna spend some money on some. I, I assume there. I just kind of look at the wares and I assume there's some potions of healing, um, just in case. You you assume correctly since it says six potion of healing. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to role play. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean you you know what um, a, you know what a potion of healing looks. Like. I look. I go. You, it's, whoa, it's potion. line fifteen. I know exactly what line. <laughs> um, no, you know you you recognize that there are in fact potions of healing. Okay, I think I'm going to buy all of them. So that's like Anthony. Three. Can you tell me what page this is on? The wizard spell list. There were, yeah. 50, there were fifty. There were six of them, and there were fifty, right? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Jibetto points to the leather armor that's on the table and wants to. Uh, could I get a little uh, detail on this? Yeah, so when you look at it, it is... I'm, I am looking, Steph, all yeah, simultaneously. Yeah, um, <clears throat> when you look at it, it is sort of this leather armor that... Uh, it looks sort of like an inky black swirling shadow. Um, it, there is a physical armor component to it, but it always sort of seems like this perpetual clouds of, of inky blackness are sort of roiling off of it. Um he says, um, yes, this was created for a demon lord. Demons, demonic magic may have created this armor, but the heroes who retrieved it put it through a cleansing process. Now this armor serves to obfuscate good so that it may hide from evil. Yes, please. And Gebetto points down the 800 for it. 210, Steph. Thanks. Boots are... These shackles here? Um, those look interesting. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yes. The shackles. Created by a priest of Iora to stop the undead from marching on his village. He infused them with all of the energy he had left within him, leaving him nothing but a frail and vulnerable man. However, the village still stands today. I would like to purchase them. Mm, a worthy item indeed. So yeah, uh, any undead or demonic creatures that you can get them. You'll have to get up into contact and grapple them and then you can lock them on. Uh, and then they will be, their hands will be bound, which will restrict their actions and they will take 3d6 damage at the end of each round. And unless there's some sort of divine, it would take a divine intervention of sorts to remove them from that creature uh, against your will. You could remove them if you so chose, but for someone else, for the, the creature to remove them would require an immense amount of energy. Excellent. I think we can find some good use for that. 
Okay, another question. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, what are, um, what level? You can learn a spell of any level. However, you can't cast it until you can cast a spell of that level. So this just gives you an opportunity to take any wizard spell you want and add it to your known spells, but you won't be able to cast it until you have a slot of that level. So if you wanted to take like a ninth level spell, that's fine. But it I just means it. you can't use it till level nine. What level so, are we? so I can only do up to level two right now. Right. So okay. you may want to. You can you can take the book and take some time on it too. Oh, if you wanna, okay. If you you don't have to because you have to attune to it anyway. So um, sure. you could take some time reading and 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 figuring it out, and you can look at both your list, your sorcerer list, and your wizard list, and decide which one. Um, like, cause you don't want to pick a spell that you are going to get anyway. Right. right? right so right, right, right. you can really take some time to figure out which one you want. Okay. Um, I, while everyone was talking to the mendicant, I like have been shuffling through things. I find I'm reading a scroll and one of them is clearly in druidic and I can cast it and it's a scroll of polymorph. And I, I go, I would like this please. Ah, yes. A powerful spell. And I also point at a potion of liquid fire and say, uh, this is well. And I think I'm good. <clears throat> Be careful with those. The it, potions such as those, the one, the kind that explode, have been known to deal damage to their wielders as well. None are immune from the effects when once a potion goes off. <clears throat> uh, out of game question. Mm -hmm. If I'm attuned to the fire orb. Then you'd you'd have resistance. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> I'm done. So, um, mechanics question: This uh, armor shadows is plus one leather armor. Is it just plus one to the normal leather armor? Yeah, it's leather armor with plus one AC from there. Okay. Cool. Which is that a downgrade? No. Is it that puts my AC at seventeen now? Nice. So you have a 17 AC and you get advantage on stealth checks? Yes. Nice, dude. I finally have a 15 AC. But, I mean... I'm a uh, okay, pilot. 15. I'm a pilot. Gillick, where, where'd your AC go to? Uh, it's at 21 now. Wow. Jeez. Gillick's never going to get hit again. <laughs> Here's hoping. <laughs> uh, did anyone else have any AC change? No. No. Just a, okay. No. Anyone else but, want anything else? Oh, that's also yeah. saving throws. Oh, that's sweet. That's great. Good job. I'm looking at these uh, gauntlets as well. These. What do these do? Ah, yes. There was a barbarian far to the south who roamed the desert. It is said that with these gauntlets, he could slay creatures much larger than himself. The giant slayer traveled all across the desert before he fell in battle against a great blue dragon. These gauntlets yeah. will help you slay your own beasts. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick these up too. And this uh, this cloak as well. Um, did somebody already buy one of these? I bought one. one of th there's the one left. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I feel like looking at that too, but all, all although I oh you were yeah, but go for it, Kath. 
I mean, we're on the front lines um, a little bit more anyways. Yeah, I suppose. And I'm at a 17 for AC. I don't know what everyone else is at. 15. Cool. I'm at a 14. But maybe let's spread the love. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah, J- Lady J, grab That's that. That's cool. If you want it. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'd like to buy the cloak of protection, the other cloak of protection. Very well. Um, Gillick was going to buy one of the potion of light strength, and he's also going to buy one of the potion of shadow strength. Okay. Spoopy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, ah, the potion of light strength and the potion of shadow strength. Like two sides to the same coin. They, many believe that the powers of shadow carry with them an inherent evil. But without shadow there can be no light. The shadow is not evil, it is simply a different way to look at the same problem. Gillick kind of eyes the um, eyes the mendicant, kind of like um, almost wearily, almost like he's like, like, how do you know what I'm thinking about? Then uncorks the shadow and pours it on the ground in yeah. front of him. <laughs> <laughs> I threw it on the ground. No, he keeps he keeps the shadow one. Yeah, <laughs> spent money on that. Damn it, um, uh, Anthony. What what spell is level is? Bleh. What level is the spell uh, polymorph written as? Is it just a fourth? Level? I believe it is a fourth level spell. Oh, uh, it wasn't. Okay, so it wasn't written as a higher level spell. Okay, thank you. Correct. Thank you. Um, Kef is also going to. He, he's pointing at the rings that he sees. Mm, yes. Is there a ring? One of these rings seem interesting to you? This this purple. One over here has has caught my eye. Uh, the wait. So I'm I'm only seeing three. One one option for rings. The oh yeah yeah. Uh, so ring, the ring of ring. protective light is actually just a ring. It is actually a ring of light. Oh oh. Purple light apparently. <laughs> um, <Isn't> sure. That- <laughs> um, but but it 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 doesn't feel like when you pick it up it feels light like it has a physical form you can touch it but it doesn't feel like you're touching anything feels light it's very odd it feels light but yeah sure <laughs> it is actually made of light Whoa. okay he says there is an order from another land far across the ocean that order so hates the undead that they have found ways to bend magic simply to focus on the undead. These rings are of their creation. I would be willing to part with one. Or perhaps all for the price. I would be honored to purchase one. Okay. Excellent. Um, so just... So you know, Anthony, my AC is up to fifteen. Yeah, I marked that down. Woo, okay. Don't don't forget to don't forget to add it to your uh, saving throws. Also, I made a note on my sheet. Yeah. Because I would forget. Yeah. Um, there's nothing else I can afford in anyways, so I'm I'm done. Thanks. Anyone else want anything else? No, I'm I'm done too. 
Gibetto's too broke to get what he wants. Oh. He just keeps staring at them boots. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you need? Oh, 600. Too much to ask. Uh, so I just well, blew we could... 600 on potions, but I'll give you whatever little I have left. I could. No. I would. I would too. Yeah, absolutely. You helped me. You paid for my armor back in the day. I can only exchange what I have left. I have 160. Oh, yeah, I'll give you sixty. I look at, I look at, like feeling really guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I can. Get, I've got six fifty each So whatever you need to fill in the rest, it'd be two thirty. Is what I would need. Sure. I'm. You guys, that's that's so nice. Um, I'll try and make it up by stabbing some bad guys real good with this. Good. Oh wait. Hey, that price just changed. <laughs> no, did somebody change it? I didn't. It, we can't, right? No, apparently someone can. Someone thinks they're a real jokester. Wait, twenty three hundred? No, that's what they were. Yeah. Oh, I thought it had been two thousand. Then I'm way, way off. No, I guess I'm. Yeah, I'm way off. Don't do it. Okay, take my sixty gold back. <laughs> oh, I guess nobody can. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only got fifteen hundred right now. Okay. Yeah, when I was 600 off, that was fine. Or almost 600 off, that was fine. But 900 off is a little Yeah, extreme. it's a little beggary. It's a little men- too much like a mendicant. <laughs> oh. Ooh, don't say that too loud. Yikes. <laughs> well, that's um, why I said it out of I will. I will happily give back one of the potions, if that means you can get those boots. No! No. Yeah. yeah, it's only no. you only need another three hundred. That's enough. Yeah. Also, that's what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I I have four fifty. But what, see, that's the, the thing. I have six fifty. So Gibetto, if you really want them, take them. Take. What them, do I please. have to spend this money on? You guys are gonna sing for free for me. So. Well, I mean, you should get some of these scales. Yeah, you should. I mean, they're pretty sweet. Right. Well, <laughs> You have six, how much do you have left? Only six fifty. So oh, it's I not only... enough to get. That's what I'm saying. It's not okay. enough to get anything on my own. So if we can. Yeah, but I'd rather give you money to get a scale. Especially, oh, I see. Especially a black dragon scale. Because isn't that your thing? No. Uh, what? She doesn't huh? cast necromancy spells. No, but I thought there wasn't there a thing with the black. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Genevieve kind of walks away. <laughs> oh wait, no, Lady J. I really think you need one of these dragon scales. Okay. What school? What school of magic do you do you study most? Well, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> She's a sorcerer, man. She don't study shit. I'm a sorcerer. Well, I studied a lot of stuff, but the magic stuff just kind of happens. I think I bet it would be closest to red. I don't think it does a lot of red right. illusions. Yeah, that my guess would be Although, uh, evocation. Uh, Anthony, as a a newly practicing arcane trickster, would I be able to identify the school of magic that you would know? Genevera? You would know basically that uh, a lot of those uh, sort of projection attacky magics tend to come from evocation. Right. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I think you should get this one, and I point to the 
the red dragon scale. Okay. Right. Um. Gillick lends his money for that. 160. I'll chip in cool. for you. Yeah, I'll give you 160. Cool. And I toss in the rest. So, what, I'm is. sorry, what is out of game, what is an evocation spell? It's the type of, it's like all of the spells of, all of the magic have come from different schools of magic and evocation is one of the schools of magic that your spells tend to come from. Damagey spells. Damagey spells. You evoke okay. a lot of things. Like a chromatic orb is an evocation. Um, you evoke oh, okay. the chromatic orb and blow up their fucking face. Yeah, Steph, if you look at page 203 in the handbook, uh-huh. it talks about the schools of magic. Oh. And each spell in its description will say, like, first level evocation spell or oh. third what? level necromancy spell. Yeah. Oh, mine don't say that. They yes, do. They What's your, what was the other one that you typically use? Um, Dancing Blades is the other one, right? Uh, no, Acid Cloud of Daggers, that's the one. Um, Acid Splash, I'm sure, is evocation. It doesn't... That's, Tasha's okay. hideous laughter is not. Oh no, Acid Splash, it is conjuration. Yeah, and con- Cloud of Daggers is conjuration as well. Oh, abjuration. So First level abjuration. Yeah. Yeah. First level enchantment. First level conjuration. So an enchantment is pretty intuitive. Abjuration is changing a thing. Evocation is like making a thing. It's like shooting energy. Conjuration is like making stuff. Abjuration. And then illusion is like making an illusion. Uh, Um, Evocation, ray of frost. Conjuration. It's not evil necessarily. Okay, it's dealing with life and death. Mostly death. Usually death. So you really only have one solid conjuration that you use. Evocation. Uh, evocation, rather, that you yeah. use. Yeah. Really, none of these are really worth our time, then. Because there's, what, illusion and necromancy? Necromancy. And I don't have... Either either. Um, I don't those. I mean, you could also get magic circle or... Comp- I, I can't cast comprehend languages, so I can't use it. Um, I would have got that if I could use it. but Because it's cheap. Um... And it, you can probably find a reason to use it. Um. Or, but Magic Circle, I believe, is pretty strong too. I don't actually know what it would be. But. Yeah. I don't see what Magic Circle does. I'll just look it up. Magic Circle. It's pretty complex. Yeah. It's not in. It's not in Grimoire, the Grimoire website. Well, it's on the spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah. It's not a spell a wizard, a sorcerer can cast. So never mind. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm actually really a little bit surprised about that, but whatever. I believe the only thing that can cast it from your party. Is, is me. It's Gillick. Oh, 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 yeah. I guess oh, yeah. I think I can cast Magic Circle. Yeah, Gil- Gillick and Gibetto can cast it. The um, Magic Circle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 10 foot radius, 20 foot tall magical energy. Choose one of the more following creature types celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead. The circle affects the creature of the chosen type. Um, can't willingly enter. Gets disadvantage on attack rolls against the cylinder, against targets within the cylinder, and targets within the cylinder can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by the creature. 
but I can't cast it yet anyway. Yeah, so. so it's I don't know. It might not be worthwhile. I think we're, we're if there's I don't know if you want guys want to grab some more of those potion thingies, but otherwise, I grabbed all the healing potions and I'm gonna divvy those out. Awesome. Also, you, you'll keep two and everyone else will get one. Is that how it's gonna correct. go? Correct. So everyone add a healing potion to your belt. It gives me saves me time and. I will still have the two. Okay. Great. Sounds good. I did math wrong, and I'm I can't purchase the uh, gauntlets. Yes, you I, can. Uh, how much? Yeah. Do how you much, need? You need? much do you need? Um, twelve hundred minus four fifty is seven fifty. Okay. So, a significant amount. That's well, I've got. I can give you. Okay. I can give you two hundred. I give you seven fifty. I could. Okay. Whoa. Okay. okay. You, okay. Never right, mind. I keep my money. Perfect. Thank you very much, Jabeta. Of course. Bland. We should start a group fund at some point. This might actually be a good idea. Like, if we want to, in like, if we start getting a surplus of money and don't have stuff to spend it on, we can maybe make a surplus of money to spend it on things for Adventure Inc. to like improve it or to like get our own little estate or something that might be helpful in the future. I've always wanted a boat. We <laughs> let's start a boat fund. <laughs> The mendicant savant, sort of noticing that you guys are finished, rolls up the the now significantly emptier uh, rolls of part of fabric, puts them back in his cloth sack next to him, and and raises a hand up, um, sort of wave, waves it back and forth uh, to say goodbye. No, no, it seems as though he's doing something. Bye. Um, and then he says, "I have." I have left with you an energy, an energy that my brethren will see. Uh, you are kind folk. I cannot promise that my brethren will speak with you without a donation, but they will certainly recognize that you are friend and not one who would turn against us. We thank you for this blessing. Gilgit Bowser. Uh, yeah, um... So, you gotta tell me, what's the deal with the masks? I just don't, I don't, I don't know. My brethren and I have taken a vow, and part of that vow says that we are one. When you see this mask, you gaze upon a mendicant savant. I am no longer who I once was. I am now as my brethren are. We are one, and we are this face. Oh. Fun facts. Thank you, sir. He just sort of nods and then falls silent. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Bye. Okay, He's, he doesn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> We're just staring at him. Oh, God. This is like my entire um, life. All right, I'll see you later. Oh, God, we're walking the same way. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mendicant so, savant gets in, our, gets in our fucking carriage with us. <laughs> Are you going the way that I'm going? <laughs> you just, like, you're taking, like, twice as many steps as you normally do to try to speed up so you're not standing next to each other. Um, guys, I'm not sure how we got here, but let's head back to that creepy carriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You're oddly cool with the fact that you just lost consciousness. 
<laughs> yeah, what in, in the last uh, few days, I've been spending a lot of time by myself with Clug, and we've like come to somewhat of an understanding, and I'm less freaked out than I was initially. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm happy for it's, you, too. Uh, this is great news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, congratulations. But thank you. <laughs> Sounds like you're really making progress. Yeah, uh, I'm no longer con- constantly passing out. That's It's nice. Okay. Um, so you guys make your way back to the carriage, which is, uh, you know, not too far away. Like Staffed by creepy Todd. Yeah, Todd's still there. Shit. He sort of, like, bows slightly and puts his hands toward the carriage, like, trying to get you to get back inside so that he can continue on his way. You're clearly inconveniencing him. <laughs> Jesus, Tom. I don't say that a lot. <laughs> no, I let it slip by accident. Oh. <laughs> he just sort of shoots you a glare. <laughs> I glare back. Awkwardly, though. <laughs> okay. Are you also getting in the car? Yeah. Oh, right. Sorry. God, this is my real life all in one episode. <laughs> um, okay. Great, great job. Good guys. job, guys. Great job. <laughs> great job. Good job. Uh, yeah, so you guys get back in the vehicle and you're headed uh, off toward Paranith. You cross the Starlight River. Um, and, and as you can already see, sort of as the plains, uh, like the, the well tended, um, verdant plains of Bradmont sort of fade away toward a rockier, uh, Sort of stockier, spookier (laughs) uh, terrain. Um. (laughs) Oh, before it gets spooky, Jabetta wants to. Well, don't worry, you have plenty of time. (laughs) Jabetta wants to pat his pockets, um, just to make sure that everything's yeah, hand boning, just to make sure that everything's still there. Wow. Uh oh. And what is this? Uh, he reaches into one of his secret pockets, and he pulls out a piece of paper, okay. uh, and he kind of unfolds it, and when he's looking at it, he realizes it's Perkins's letter, like the letter that he found on Perkins. What? Oh, do you never open that? No! Oh. But he does now. Oh, uh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, you find the letter and the key. Yeah. Uh, that that you found on the body of Perkins. Um, the letter is from the King of Thieves. Oh. And it, it basically is uh, more or less the contract that uh, they made when he sold out. Um, I wanted to call him Rufus. That is definitely <laughs> not Horton's name at all. <laughs> Maybe it's uh, his first name. Could be. Or his last name. Could be. Horton Rufus. Nothing has been uh, set in stone. Um, Mr. There's Mr. no can- Rufus. It's not in canon. Mr. Rufus. Horton um, Rufus. Yeah, so you, you get this... Um, you, you open the letter and it's a contract that spelled out basically that uh, Horton would be taken into uh, to the mansion during that time it was up to perkins to overthrow uh 
the group at um at Horton's hideout uh it mentions that Perkins has already mentioned a group of people that he has loyal to him that there will likely be a time for bloodshed there um, which makes sense with why the thing was burned down um it also mentions a vault that would be Perkins pay for doing this um the vault is in Emberfall at the Ashen Observatory Son of a bitch, you guys. Yeah, it's too bad you didn't open this when we were in Emberfall. Yeah, why didn't you do that? Well, those of you who know enough about Emberfall know that even had you been, even being in Emberfall, you guys, where you were, uh, you were not at the Ashen Observatory. That's the Palace of the King. Right. Oh. Obviously. No, I just, you know, at the time, everything was a little crazy. Um, I'm sorry that I was a little shaken up. I had just seen a goddamn old god, uh, and it told me it was watching me. An old god? Mm, mm-hmm. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean an old god? The octopus man. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> fucking tentacles. Yeah. It must be, right? I don't know. You guys are no more than me. Why else would it be after Viltroth? Isn't that, isn't that what... Like, literally earlier in the ride, frickin' Gillick was saying? Yes, it, uh, that thing is most likely Viltroth's patron, or was his patron, okay. uh, according to these books I'm reading here. Okay. I thought, I, okay, I didn't know if it was, a, whatever, semantics. So Continue. <laughs> so, uh, I guess we could put that on the list of things to do, right? Yeah, absolutely. Go get yeah. paid? Go get paid. Heck yeah. Buy those boots. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anything else? I'm good. Okay. Yeah, you can get on with your bad self. With your world building. With your bad now. self. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys continue to travel north uh, toward this small town. Um, along the way, you do see signs as you get closer. Uh, sort of these hammered in wooden signs that sort of point the way toward this small place called stone hearth um wow fuck (laughs) (laughs) that should have should have said that one out loud first what we are getting them all Uh, we are getting everybody nope we're changing it no i can't wait for us to arrive at center earth (laughs) (laughs) fuck nope we're changing it it's it's getting changed no i like stone hearth Stonehearth no. is a cool name. What's wrong and, with uh, When can we here? arrive at Marmia? Not copyrighted at all. Is, that a, is it a thing? There's a game called Hearthstone. Oh, Blizzards. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no, don't say that name. Yeah, <laughs> goddammit, Anthony, you mean Stonehearth. More like... The place we're going There's also to. a game called Stonehearth. <laughs> no, oh, well, a game of well, building um, strategy and imagination. It sounds really terrible. Rockhearth. We're in the town of Rockhearth. Well, I mean, Stonehearth is rated 9 out of 10 on Steam. This okay. episode brought to you by... Wait, what about Hearth Rock? <laughs> All right. Finally, you the Stone Rock Stone Rock. Stone Rock. 
Uh, okay, you guys received. <laughs> Finally, you guys re- arrive at a home at a uh, small village called Hearth Home. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking deal with it. Yeah, that's not close to Hard Home at all. Yeah, it's nope. not hard, close to it's Hard Home. Are there two H's Every, in that? Like Hearth Home? Nope, just or one. Hearthome? Nope. It's ac- yep, Hearth Home. You got it. Hearth Home. Oh, like Fuck it. There's an L Pokemon. in there. Hearth Home. <laughs> you nailed it. Hearth Home. No, the L silent like, though. Right, right the obviously. City and I got it. So, Hearthome. Pokemon. Hearthome. Um, <clears throat> Fuck it. There's <laughs> We are That's in the great. town of Rocktown. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, you guys have arrived in Hearthome. Uh, and. <laughs> Hawthorne. 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 We're in the fucking town. Uh, and you head toward the the tavern where you know you're supposed to meet this contact um the tavern's called the great arbiter oh oh cool i I wanted Um, it to be called the gold standard did you say great or gray (laughs) great the gray arbiter the great arbiter (laughs) (laughs) he has been the color now he's grayed (laughs) <laughs> or maybe he just uh you know he's an arbiter for grades right <laughs> like, like, i'm pretty sure i did better on this than they said i did <laughs> no, no no the great the great arbiter um when you guys like it's sort of a smaller tavern when you push open the door you know it's just this sort of one open room um there's a bar running along the left hand side and some some tables and chairs out in the middle uh you see like a a wizard sitting at the table who turns to look at you guys and lets out a, oh, no. Excuse uh, me. You recognize him immediately as Clyde. Jennifer's <gasps> 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, heart stops. <laughs> oh, quick, use the elixir. <laughs> we didn't buy it. <laughs> Crap, we should have invested. <laughs> oh my god, out of game, Anthony. I thought you were just going to make Clyde disappear forever, and I was so disappointed. <laughs> I was so upset, and I, was, I wasn't going to say anything, but I'm so happy right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I point at the bartender. Say, bartender, two white Americans, please. Clyde just goes... <sighs> Um, he hey. sort of makes like a look at the bartender, like I'm, I'm so sorry. He he, he turns and goes, uh, I didn't know it was you guys. Hi, Ugh. Clyde. Oh. Hey, Clyde. Hi, Clyde. What's how up, buddy? The, how much does the white Americans cost, Anthony? Um, three silver. Yes. <laughs> I go up, I go up, cool. I like slap him on the back and say, Hey, hey I didn't know it was you either. <sighs> Um, so the, the bartender slides the two white Americans to you. Hi. Uh, I put one right in front of Clyde. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> he just looks down at it and looks back at you and his face, it sort of almost looks like Clyde's going to cry. I, I start <laughs> chugging. Okay. Make a constitution saving throw. Uh, 18 plus, where the hell is it? Uh, three. Okay. Um, You've got a bluff to make it look like it's good. I make a yeah, bluff you do. check. Jibetta whispers. <laughs> I make a bluff make check. A, make a bluff check. Um, wow. 17 plus zero. Wow. Rolling hot, hot, hot rolls. Okay. Yeah. You slug back the white American. I, put, I have it's, the biggest smile on my face. 
Yeah, you look so pumped. Uh, it feels like you've got nails in your belly, uh, but you manage to keep it down. He just looks at you and he looks back at the drink and he says, no, man, I'm full. And Jibbo's sort of nodding like maniacally, just like bobbleheading. <laughs> Gilek steps over and whispers to him, don't, don't do it. Oh, I'm sorry. Did, should I buy a round for the whole table? No, no, no. Jibeto, like, stops bobbleheading and, like, darts his eyes around the room and then just keeps bobbleheading. <laughs> uh, three more white Americans, bartender. Hi. Four. Four Hi, more bartenders. Well, well, no, because Gillick said he didn't want one. No, no. That's fine. Okay, four more white Americans, please. Hi. Okay, four more pop up onto the table. Yes, and I give them to each person. It's like the healing yep. potions, guys. This is what they taste like. Gibetto slams one. Roll a constitution save while G- uh, Genevera tries to find the words. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a bluff check, nonetheless. Uh, let's see. Deception, right? Yep. Sure. Uh... Five. Okay. <laughs> so you, you slug back the white American and you make a face Whoa. like a manic smile that very quickly turns into like a quivering, like your lip is quivering and your eyes are watering. And then you just barf all over Clyde. <laughs> Genevera can't burn my teeth. Or like... He lets out a giant sigh. <laughs> Just so defeated. Chibetta wipes his mouth and says, It's good! (laughs) Keth Keth just cracks up and forgets that it's a white American and also just slams it back. Make a constitution saving throw. Uh, 19. Nice. Okay. Yep. Yeah. You you remember quickly that it's a white American. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you keep it down. Ah, uh, all right. <laughs> so, what's this uh this this business we'll be taking care of today? Well, I, he says, <clears throat> you know, I went to Kean to try and figure out what that machine was. We followed the magical signature from there to here. There's a cave in the mountains not far from here. It seems to be some sort of culmination of magic. There's a lot of magical lines all heading to this point. I don't know what's going on in there otherwise, except to say that the magic flowed from the cave to Kian. Weird. But you know where so, that... So you know where, obviously, the location of the cave. Can you lead us there? Yep, it is my duty to show you just where that cave oh, is. Oh, stop looking so disappointed. Who's that heavy? Is there a ghost? <laughs> I- <laughs> oh my god, it's a spooky oh, ghost! It's so spooky! <laughs> Clyde says, so are you guys ready or what? Uh, is there well, anything, um, any other pertinent information you you know about the cave? Like, what is go? Like, who is the residents of the cave? Uh, I didn't go too close to the cave uh, because that's not my job. That's your job. Well, I didn't. Uh, Did you follow the lines out of the cave <laughs> to the other ground pounding machines? Um, 
Slammy hammers. Slammy hammers. We call them slammy hammers. <laughs> we did not follow the lines out of the cave to the other locations, but it looks like there are easily dozens of them. Will you get on that, please? Thank you. <clears throat> I mean, after you show us to the cave, so that obviously, so that you can pick up one of these lines and go dismantle the machines. Yeah. <clears throat> he says the machine wasn't dismantled. What? The one in Kian, it wasn't dismantled. Why not? When yeah. we got there, it was operating fine. Well, why, well, why didn't we dismantle just... it? Throw a wrench in there. We didn't... No one told us to dismantle it. Well, No one told me to dismantle it, and I did. <laughs> why does that not surprise me? I sigh... Can't you just be more like us? I sigh audibly. Look, I mean, all I'm... Yeah, all I'm trying to say is that, like... Some of us are rising through the ranks pretty quickly in adventuring, and some of us aren't, you know? Genevera looks like she's like, going to murder Gebetto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to give him some professional advice, Lady J. Just follow me. Um, he heads outside, and you guys see that um, Eben Skull is outside as well, and he says... Uh, before you leave, I have something for you. Is it a um, vision of my own death? <laughs> He's had one recently. He, I think. He said, which of you is responsible? Uh, <laughs> me. I raise my hand. He hands you a small black stone. Um, and you die. No, I'm <laughs> You know. Damn, I wish we bought that You potion. know, I feel like that's how it was supposed to happen, though. Considering the hell I've given him, um, he no, this is not Clyde. This is Even Skull. Oh God! <laughs> Even Skull hands you like a small black stone, of he and does. he says, "He says, um, not all of us decide to sit around in taverns and booze and whore while our contracts are out. I have other things I must attend to. When you need me." Focus energy into this stone, and it will send a signal that I will be able to track. Okay. Are you freelance hearsing? <laughs> I mean, I don't mind if you are. I just curious. I do not carry dead bodies inside the same carriage that I carry the living. That didn't answer our question. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's an, an interesting way to not answer the question. So. He gets up onto the carriage. And he says, focus your energy when you need me again. Okay. And then All right, see you later. Off. I'll see you later, Creepy Todd. And then I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, he meant just regular Todd. You're the only Todd we know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, other than the, yep. Wait, only Todd. Wait, who's the other Todd? No, I was trying to save you because you oh, called him shit. Creepy Todd. So like, <laughs> He's driving one staring at me. Fuck. <laughs> Gillick waves um, and says, goodbye, Todd. <laughs> I like that guy. <laughs> I like that guy. Oh, really? Are Clyde, you, did you know that? you quit pointing at him? <laughs> Stop pointing at Creepy Todd, I yell. <laughs> no, no, no. She's pointing behind Creepy Todd at Clyde. Oh, oh she oh, likes I'm... Clyde? Yeah, she likes Clyde. Oh. Clyde's like, okay, can, can we go? Yeah, we can go. Um, so he, he leads you guys north to the uh, edge of the mountains. Um, 
you know, the forest, like the, the village is right on the edge of the forest and the forest sort of loops up toward the northeast um, and where sort of where they can join there. That's where the cave is. Um, but it's definitely into the mountain side of things. Uh, you you head up into the mountain area, into the caves. Um, and he says, this is it. I, I don't know. From what I could see, there doesn't seem like there's anything in there, but this is where the magic leads. There doesn't seem so. You haven't seen anyone come in and out of this cave at all. Have you got, have you scouted it at all? I mean, a little bit, but it's on you guys now. Well, uh, and he turns to walk away. <gasps> oh yeah, good idea. Following that magic. Yeah, yeah, following that magic. Right back to Maghamara. Bye. I, um. Clyde turns around. No, just bye. <laughs> <laughs> and, Goodbye, um, Clyde. Thank, thanks and stuff. He just says like, "Yeah, okay, whatever," and turns and leaves. Um, as soon as he's like, <laughs> uh, far enough away, Genevera looks at everyone and says, "Um, this is a little embarrassing, but why are we here?" <laughs> I haven't really heard. We're, um, we're- we're going into the cave. That's the where the magic, the slimy hammers is siphoning. <laughs> where the magic happens. That is where the magic happens. Clyde is half moving in the other direction. Oh no! I know. I know. Clyde is moving in the other direction away, away. No, the um. the slimy hammers lead magic to this cave. Oh, okay. Siphon magic, lead magic, siphon magic. Yeah, backwards. I don't know. Yeah, magic I flows from the cave to the slimy oh. hammers. Oh. Oh, so the slimy hammers are getting the magic. The like more you say source. it, the more it sounds like slimy hammers, slimy. which are very different. The hammy slammers. Yeah, no, Anthony, that's the a different slammer. campaign. Hammy slammers would be like a wonderful sandwich. <laughs> oh, man. I grew up for a What is a slammer? slammer? Like, as a sandwich, what is a slammer? It's just one fast-eaten sandwich. I'm really... It's like a slider. I'm imagining, like, subs? tiny Cuban yeah. sandwiches. Yeah. Tiny Cuban uh, sandwiches. Just a tiny grinder. Tiny, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it's Clyde like a, get all of this information on his own? He's so uh, good. He's so smart, and he's Steph. So... We've got a million dollar idea we're working on over here. Can you give us a minute? Keep it together, please. Hey guys, DM Anthony here again. Just another reminder that if you enjoy the show, to tell your friends. Also, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, like, and follow. All of our links and other exciting stuff can be found on adventureinc.podbean.com. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week. Next time on Adventure Incorporated. As soon as Gillick agrees, I uncork the smoke. Okay. You whisper your keyword to the to the cork as you unpull as you pull it I and smoke. You... <laughs> Footsteps running your Can way. I as soon as I hear rich. those, I dive onto the ground with my hands and legs outstretched. Oh, I was gonna do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> like as in an attempt to trip them. Yeah, yeah. human tripwire. I do the same okay. in a no different direction. Tripwire.